Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Central Texas Living with Ann Harder. Since we first heard about the novel coronavirus that started in Wuhan, China, a little over seven months ago now, Waco-McLennan County has gone from zero cases to now 8,000. One of them is my positive case. And joining me now, 25 News Chief Meteorologist Matt Hines, who has also tested positive and is under a mandatory quarantine. Uh, we're recording this, obviously obviously via Zoom and uh, to keep, keep our Mike Hamilton safe at the Rogue Media headquarters. Um, Matt. So I know, it's weird, isn't it? Oh, you, you hear about it and then you're like, oh my gosh, something from China that I heard about months ago has made it into my body. Yeah, I know. I know. So, so tell me how this all happened with you, because I mean, I know we've all been wearing masks. We've all been yeah. taking the, the precautions we know to take, uh, but still there's a chance for exposure. Well, it all started with me at my kid's school. They had a positive case in their class. So they started taking some of their kids out and I notified my HR department at KXXV and they said, well, let's just keep you home and make sure. And at the time, I had a little scratchy throat and some minor back pain. That's it. I mean, it felt like a mild cold. For mm -hmm. me. And then they said, well, let's get you tested. Let's just make sure. Let's just get you tested. And we're like, okay. So I went and got tested uh, two Fridays ago and didn't think anything of it. I was like, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be positive. And I think. Let me stop you. So, what kind of test did you take? Was it the? It was all the way up the nose. All the way yeah. up the nose. Okay. Yeah, mine was up one nostril and then over to the other one. Yeah, it, it made your eyes burn. I mean, yeah, it felt like you had breathed in a bunch of water jumping into a lake or something like that. It's that right. kind of. Thing. I'm sure a lot of people can relate that have been tested. So I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think I was positive. And I think that's what a lot of people think. It's allergies. It's a little cold because you don't go to the doctor automatically. Just it, we live in a, just a different world. We're hypersensitive about a lot of just small things that we would have never thought about in the past. And so my son had a football game the next day. So we went to the game. I was there too. I stayed away from everybody. I had a mask on. I was social distanced and um, got the call during the game 
And the doctor said, are you in a crowd? And I'm like, well, I'm standing back from the crowd. I'm a long way. And he's like, my, my son's football game. He's like, well, you tested positive. You need to go home now. Mm. I told my wife, she pulled literally our son off the field and we went straight home and I haven't left home since. Yeah. And it's the responsible thing to do, but I really didn't think I had it. I just thought we were doing the test for a precautionary purpose. And I, I had no, I did not have any of the major symptoms. I did not lose my taste. I did not do any of that. But after I tested positive, I did start to feel things. And for me, I think a lot of it was mental because you start thinking, okay, am I going to be getting worse tomorrow? And then that day, am I going to get worse tomorrow? And then I'm going to get worse tomorrow. I mean, you're just kind of counting because usually days five through 10 are usually the worst with coronavirus from what I've heard. And um, so I would say last Tuesday was my worst day where I, di I didn't have shortness of breath. It was just, I had to work to breathe. So my breathe. What do you mean? Tight in my back and my chest, I mean, they were just tight. And it didn't, it wasn't pain really. It was just more difficult to take in a breath. And that started getting me worried. And I think that was a mental aspect. But then the next day that went away and I started, I've been up ever since and I feel fine now. So it's just weird how it's affecting everyone. And I know your symptoms are totally different than mine. Yeah, yeah, it was, um, it was a, a, we're taping this on, uh, on a Monday and it was a week ago today that I was sort of feeling like I was catching a little head cold and um, but had got, had played three sets of tennis and then went to my book club with four other ladies. So all, all that to say, <laughs> you start backtracking. Yep. And, and by the time I got home last Monday afternoon, I got the email saying, oh, the previous Tuesday, you were exposed to someone who had tested positive for coronavirus and so then I thought oh well I'm kind of feel like I'm getting a little bit of a head cold so I immediately called the doctor and um, we talked about it at length what what kind of complicated my situation a little bit was two days after my exposure I went to the doctor for a regular visit to get my flu shot and so I got my flu shot and it was time for my pneumonia shot and because I'm a woman of a certain age I got my shingle shot so I had three major inoculations and I was fully expecting not to feel well. And I did not feel well. <laughs> I, was, I was not disappointed in that. <laughs> so, so that following Friday and Saturday, I just really, I felt a little like the flu, like, oh, you know, I don't feel well, which were all side effects of any of one of those shots. Okay. So, so that's why when Monday I found out, oh, I had been exposed to the coronavirus, called the doctor to chat with him about my reactions to those shots. And he was kind of, well, you know, I really don't think you would have been felt that bad with those shots. But anyway, all that does go ahead and be tested. So I, I tested that Monday afternoon. It was a pouring rain and went, I'm a patient Baylor Scott White and so they have two testing places one is at the um, marketplace but they stopped doing tests by one in the afternoon and so it was already past there's like 145 that I was talking to the doc and um, so he sent me to Belmead so I went to Belmead and and the doctor did the sticks up the nose test and um, 
it was not until Wednesday morning that I got the call that, but I had already suspected that was the case because overnight Monday night, I did lose my sense of taste and smell. And that was really strange. That had not happened to me since maybe one time when I was a kid, I had a bad enough head cold that it, that it affected that. I don't know, has that ever happened to you, Matt? Have you ever lost Yeah, your I mean, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you just get so congested and everything. You just Right, leave. right. You just can't taste anything. Well, this was, this was kind of different. This was way more profound. I mean, I couldn't smell anything. And um, so I'm happy to report, though, uh, here a week later, it's coming back. And yeah. I have heard that, that that symptom alone can last for a very long time. Yeah, it can. Maybe not even come back. So mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm grateful that I can taste food again and, and uh, am, feeling, am feeling better. But I never ran any temperature. I never did either. And, and so, which is good. And I had just mild coughing symptoms, not really a whole lot of profound symptoms other than the fatigue. And the fatigue was very real. Yes. And I've heard the fatigue can last even a little longer. So, I mean, I'm just taking it slow. I notice if I do something physical now and if it's for 20 or 30 minutes, I notice I start getting tired a little faster than normal. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, I can definitely feel it. I definitely know I've had it. But like I said earlier, I would have never, I would have never dreamed of getting getting tested. Right. Just work tell me, hey, let's just take a precautionary, and just in case, just in case. Well, the just in case happened, and that's well, you are. So <laughs> let's talk about your family. So anybody else have any symptoms? Have they nope. all been tested? How does yeah, that? Yeah, my wife tested a negative, and the kids have exhibited zero symptoms, and they've they've been fine. And they, of course, they tell you to stay away as much as possible. So I'm not, it's hard not hugging your kids good night and your wife kissing her good night and everything. That, <laughs> I know. Again, that's well, part of the mental part. It, it's, it's not, yeah. it, we're human beings. We're meant to have contact with yeah. them. Yeah. And, well, but you, you don't want them to get it. But no, exactly. That, that's the uh, ironic thing is that I was contagious apparently um, 48 hours prior to my symptoms. So that if my symptoms really kicked in on Monday, that would have been what, Saturday. Yeah. And so then you backtrack, you know, who was I really around? Who did I have yeah. interaction with? Well, obviously my husband, and thankfully so far, he has had zero, zero um, effect of it. And no that's what makes this fire so weird. You don't know how your body's gonna handle it till you're exposed to it or you have it. And a lot of people, a lot of people are like this, a lot are, but it's the small percentage that have the major complications and then another percentage that die. And, right. oh, yeah. and again, you start thinking about that. It's like, this has killed 200,000 plus people now in right. States. That, that weighs on your mind when you're told you're positive. You, you, you can't help it. You try to stay as positive as possible, but you're just like, Okay, well, how does my body gonna handle it? Well, now we know. Now we know my body can handle it. We know your body can handle it so far. So far, yeah, and uh, the other interesting thing is, of course, the question a lot of folks are wondering about herd immunity is more and more people uh, mm -hmm. contract the virus despite precautions they take. Um, what, you know, what does that mean for herd immunity? But from what I understand, we still, even though we've had the virus, or in my case, still having having the virus, um, 
it, it will only give maybe four weeks of immunity. Yeah. So those, those precautions still need to be taken. Mm -hmm. For but, sure. But I, don't, I mean, I don't want to go through it again, but it is kind of a relief to know that my body can handle the virus, at least this first round, and that's good. Hopefully there's no second round and take the precautions that need to be taken. But I'm definitely glad that we're both okay. And <laughs> we had, we, we've known people together that have had it as well and they're okay. So hopefully we'll just continue to be okay. And, but again, it's each individual and the symptoms are different for each individual. That's what makes it so hard to diagnose. Right. So did you have, do you a, have a scratchy throat or are you just going to go get tested? Yeah. Is it, is it, I live in Waco, so I get allergies. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's, that's the high. question. Yes. And, and I, I want to reiterate that I'm, I do not regret that I got my flu shot and my pneumonia shot. And, you know, even though it kind of lowered, may have lowered my resistance some and kind of, anyway, it's, uh, it was, it was a lot from my system to take in all of those shots. Um, but I do not regret that because as we are going into flu season, I mean, it is so crucial uh, that we take every precaution we can that's available to us to um, guard against the flu, seasonal flu because we know it's a killer as well and certainly way more, um, way more dangerous for children. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And I was going to get my flu shot last week. Well, obviously that didn't happen. So I still got to wait until I'm fully recovered to get the flu shot, but definitely plan on getting that. Well, if I can ask you, who, who, who has been your caregiver? How have you been through the Baylor Scott White system or? I just did through Premier ER. That's. Okay. That's where you went and got tested. Yeah, that's where I went and got tested. Okay. Well, I, you know, I have to say uh, Baylor Scott White, what they have done uh, I mean, immediately I was on a kind of a call list so that twice a day they check in with me oh, and, wow. and, um, there, I, it's just basic questions like, you know, are you know, you're getting enough fluid and are you, um, do you have a temperature, you know, how's your cough? Are you coughing anything up? Just kind of basic things. And, and my response had been pretty much, you know, no, everything's fine. They go, it sounds like you are recovering nicely, they say, but you might feel poorly so you know here are all the suggestions and and I have since spoken to someone from Baylor Scott and White and um in chatting with her and they gave me some other numbers to call and they've been very been very thorough about it uh but her comment to me was she said I I talk to people all day long this is all I do is call them on the phone that have had a positive uh 
COVID test. And she said, everyone is different. Yeah. She said, everyone weird. is different. As she said, I've had a 78 year old who just flew through it and then had a 19 year old who was on the way to the ER when they were calling. So, so wow. it's, you know, it's, of course, asthma, and there are all these underlying mm -hmm. conditions that, that folks have to be so very um, cautious about. And in my case, you know, I take some meds for high blood pressure. So I, you know, kind of concerned about that. But I was, I did, they just lately, because I know you had talked to me about the mental aspect of this, mm -hmm. and, and you begin to think about every bad, yep, you, do. That, you know, you do. That, that you've heard of. Um, but they also have a lot of resources as well for uh, for mental health and i had gone on the uh, cdc.gov and there is there is a lot that's already been kind of uh, compiled for folks that if you get a positive diagnosis and you're starting to feel stressed and i just got another message from butler scott and white okay so and they must have heard me talking about it yeah uh, but but the uh, there's a disaster distress hotline national suicide prevention hotline uh, domestic violence hotline, all these things we're hearing mm. as being ramifications, well, number one, of, of people being locked down and yeah. quarantine, um, child abuse hotline, a sexual assault, elder care locator, just there's lots and lots of information, basically, I wanted to say online for folks who are, who are having to deal with the stress of maybe a positive COVID diagnosis, and um, those who are maybe caring for family members who um, who have a positive diagnosis as well. But one of the things they suggest is to um, kind of limit your your time on social media and limit watching yeah. podcasts and that kind of thing. But here's the thing, I didn't take a day off. So I was doing my job and I was seeing all the COVID stuff every <laughs> single day. Right. So I tried to tune it out as best as possible, but it's there. And, and actually we did have a sheriff's deputy die in McLennan County. And that's yeah, when I was feeling the worst too. And I was like, oh, great. I mean, yeah. it just creeps into your head. You don't know, is this right. for me or is it going to continue to go downhill? And I'm very fortunate. Went, well, turned it, around really quick. It's certainly crucial to, um, to rest, drink plenty of yes. fluids. The kind of the typical things you, when you have any kind of virus, mm -hmm. really, the typical things, Tylenol, ibuprofen, those, those kind of things for pain relief. And, um, and just stay, in communication with with the medical professionals uh, about it. Um, did you have a visit from uh, the health department? Yes, I had two. <laughs> so McLennan, McLennan County and the Texas Department of Health. You know, the Texas Department of Health has not gotten in touch with me. But I had two, and they were both within an hour of each other. <laughs> really? No, yeah, it was all on the same day. The local health department is uh, who who contacted me, and, uh, and then they sent me an email saying, "Here's the dates you need mm -hmm. to be in quarantine and so forth." Yeah, so, so. here we are. <laughs> <laughs> We've had COVID nineteen in twenty twenty, and it. I mean, it's just one of those where it's a relief. Now I'm getting to my day fourteen and beyond, and hopefully there can be complications afterwards as well that you have to watch out for. They're well, Right. Some in fact, I, <clears throat> I had a regular radar appointment with my cardiologist. I had to just like every year, you uh -huh. know, just kind of checking in on some of the meds. And so I uh, have, I'm going to reschedule that appointment. They said six weeks after your, after your positive COVID. Uh, but just to, to double check, because, you know, viruses do have a way of kind of settling in on 
vital organs and they're, they're just not sure exactly what all COVID can do. Yes, so it's just something you have to watch out for going forward, but as of now, I'm feeling pretty good, so. Right, so, so when, it, when is your, <clears throat> your confinement up? Should be, this is the last week for me, so I should be okay. back in freedom next week. Doesn't mean I'm going back to work immediately. Um, yeah. I've heard that you can test up to, you can test positive for up to five weeks. And that's from a pretty good source. And I, so if I get retested and I test positive again, do I have to do this all again, even though it's probably just a marker and not really an active Hmm. contagious or anything I don't know I don't know how that's going to work yeah I mean because what I was told by my physician was 10 days after mm -hmm. uh, symptoms started would be when I would then be able to be around people which is, seems pretty soon yeah that's really soon so I you hear so many different things I guess that's the mm -hmm. other um puzzling part about this just listen to what your doctor says. I mean, whatever your doctor says, what we should go with. So yeah. each individual doctor has maybe a slightly different opinion, but go with what your medical professional says. <laughs> right, right. Well, um, Matt, so I'm trying to think if there's anything else we need to, we need to cover. Um, so everybody in your household's okay. My husband's standing yeah. at the door. He's okay. <laughs> and I, certainly he was exposed before I even knew I had, you know, had been exposed myself. Mm -hmm. So, um, any, anyway, we're, we'll keep I'm just, hoping I'm, for the best. Yeah, I think we're, we're going to be fine. And I really feel bad for the people that have had major complications with this. Right. Have died from this. And that's a very serious subject. And it's very, it's very touchy. And it's, it's like you said, like we, we said earlier, how does it affect you? And it, you only know until you get it. Well, and then it obviously it affects other people that you're around because yes. that was kind of the big thing, backtracking. Certainly the, mm -hmm. the three ladies I played tennis with a week ago, plus the, the three that I was in a book club with, that I was the most concerned about because we were sitting at a table. And so all of that, one is being tested today, but so far everyone has to either tested negative or has no symptoms. So, and will be tested because of that, you know, direct exposure. So certainly, certainly hoping for the best. And, and uh, my tennis ladies, nobody's had any. Of course, they say tennis is one of the safest things you can do. <laughs> yeah, you're outside. You're, you're outside, good. right. And, and you're naturally socially distanced when you mm -hmm. play tennis. And we've kind of just been, you know, there used to be the old protocol was when you were done playing, everybody shook hands with everybody. Well, we just don't do that anymore. <laughs> So, tap so, rackets. So, yeah, yeah, right. You tap rackets instead of high fiving. You tap yeah. rackets when there's been a good, good shot made, and you know, and and so far, I'm very grateful that that is the case. You know, for those ladies as well, because I mean, none of us would want to give this to somebody. I no, mean, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's the last thing you would ever want for someone to have to, even if they're don't have, even if they have mild symptoms, it's still that, oh my gosh, I gave it to someone. So that's right. why I'm home. That's why I'm going to be home until they tell me it's okay to go out. Work has had me home. I haven't had any physical contact with anyone. And yeah, it kind of drives you insane. I know I definitely don't want to go to prison ever in my life. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
I, I want to get out of the house and get out of the, I mean, it's just, whoa, it's, yeah, I don't, it's uh but as you said, you've kept on working, and so you yes. have been uh, That was to keep my mind go, like, not yeah. just sitting around. Yeah. There probably a, there's probably Monday and Tuesday I probably should have taken off, but I like you tell you felt my kind job. Of so, I mean, it's, it's hard yeah. for me yeah. just to sit, and I think there's a lot of people out there. It's just hard to sit and go, okay, I really am not doing anything. <laughs> I don't have that feeling. <laughs> well... So uh, we are. We have entered the fall season, though. We can talk a little mm -hmm. bit of weather if you want in the last few minutes. Um, ragweed. It is nice. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. But yes, again, then we have ragweed, and we have. And that doesn't go away till the first freeze, which on average is right before Thanksgiving. So we got a long ragweed season to go. So um, we're going to have allergy concerns, and you're going to feel that even if you don't have COVID. And again, it's just one of those. Have you been around someone that's had it? Do you know someone that's had it? That's probably when you should be tested, but it's, it's yeah. just hard when you have a scratchy throat and it's like, well, this happens to me every year. And that's exactly what I thought. And then yeah. happened to test positive. Well, it, it, is, uh, it is something that's, that's affecting everybody until we do have a, uh, a, a really good vaccine for this and they're working hard on that. I, I have every confidence that will happen, but. But how long is the vaccine, like, is it gonna be like the flu shot? Are you gonna get a COVID, a COVID shot and a flu shot every year because the strains change or? I mean, well, yeah, because that, and there are stories about it changing <laughs> and morphing as, um, as, as uh, viruses are, are known to do. Yeah, so yeah. it could very well be that, you know, this is something that will be with us for a long time um but but we are looking forward to the day when when the pandemic is over and we can resume and it will end the spanish it will, end. it will end it's just going to take a while <laughs> be patient I, I appreciate so much you taking some time to uh to to share with me as we've kind of compared notes on our covid journey uh we do pray that everybody stays safe from this and as we continue our a period of quarantine and, and kind of hunker down and just eat a lot of soup and drink a lot of Gatorade and, <laughs> and, what I've and, been doing. and, and through. And take care of each other. If you think that you have it, if you think you've been exposed, do the responsible thing and get tested because then you'll know, then you know not to spread it around to anyone else. And that's how we're really going to get a handle on this. And I know that politically, this is a huge thing of mask and no mask, but I choose to wear a mask and I'm going to continue to choose to wear a mask. So that's just my two cents worth on that. Well, I, and I think, I think our attitudes may, you know, be very similar in that, that, you know, the, um, it, at least it's something that we can yes. do to try to mitigate. It's, it's, it, if I had to wear a piece of cloth to get this over with in six months instead of a year, fine. Yeah. I mean, even, even if it's just mental and we're just doing it for mental purposes. I mean, we, we don't know everything, and but if they say, "Hey, just wear a mask," just because, okay. I mean, I I just don't see how that's how a lot of harm just to wear a mask, and we'll, we won't be masked forever. I don't yeah. think this is going to be forever. We're going to not be able to wear a mask in public again. It will happen. <laughs> <laughs> We're all looking forward to that day. Yes. And again, if you but if anybody has any because you can't understand, it's hard to understand someone when you're well, talking. That's true. Yeah. Order. And they're like, what did you say? Because you can't read lips. You don't realize how much you read lips until 
someone has a mask on. <laughs> you got, I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, but if there are any questions out there, cdc.gov has got lots of information and the Waco McLennan County Public Health District or your uh, county public health district, wherever you are, uh, we'll have the very latest information for you on the numbers, uh, the number of positive cases right now. There are, I think, 418 active cases in Waco. They've uh, tested almost 60,000 people. We're two so, of them. <laughs> so we are two of them, Matt. So I, I'm grateful to you. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll, we'll check you on the weather a little bit later. All righty. Have a good one. <laughs> Thanks. Bye-bye, y'all. Central Texas Living is part of the Rogue Media Network family. Be sure to check out their other shows at RogueMediaNetwork.com. Please rate us five stars on iTunes and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Join us again soon for more Central Texas Living, the podcast. This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.